Welcome to the Prepare My Mission podcast, where our mission is to help you prepare for your mission. We'll do that here by bringing you fun and interesting news from the world of missions, helpful conversations, and answers to your questions. Sitting across from me is my wife, Terry. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, CJ. And now that we all know each other, or at least know our names, let's get started. So this is our first podcast, so I'll kind of give you an idea of how this is going to work. The podcast is broken up into three sections. The first section is going to be that fun and interesting thing going on in the world of missions. Then we'll move on to uh, a conversation between Terry and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over the first couple of podcasts, it's going to be Terry and I just talking about something interesting or uh, discussing a question that will hopefully be uh, helpful to you guys and uh, you'll kind of get a glimpse into what... Mm -hmm. Uh, what we deal with as far as the world of missions and maybe relatable yeah and then we'll move on to uh and in future podcasts we'll bring in other people to kind of have conversations with uh, leaders and on mission trips and people out on the mission field leaders of organizations that sort of thing so that'll be interesting and then the last section of the podcast um we'll talk about what's going on on the website so what you can expect and what's, uh, what's coming up, what'll be interesting uh, for the month of September. So with that, let's, let's get started. So Terry, there's this uh-huh. movie coming out. And this is the interesting news part of the podcast here. Okay. And there's a movie coming out called Hope Was Here. And it's coming out next year, which so 2014, which is really yeah. only a few months Not away. Too far away. Um, they haven't, they don't have a release date yet, but I'm guessing from you know since they already released the trailer early next year, it's called Hope Was Here, uh, and it's a documentary. I was about to say, is it a documentary or? A- it's a documentary following college students mm-hmm. from Boston to Peru um, that are going on a mission trip. And to kind of give you an idea of what where it goes, we're going to play the movie trailer here in a minute here, but the tagline is, let's think critically about volunteering abroad. Hmm. And the guy that's filming this basically says that he's trying to put a microscope on the growing popularity of right. American mission trips hmm. and finding out, are they as effective as we expect them to be or that we think they are? So... We'll jump into some conversation here in a moment, but right now, let's throw up the trailer. Say hola. Si say hola. Las autoridades, en algún momento alguien me preguntó si si valía la pena o no que vengan las delegaciones de estudiantes. Welcome back, everyone. Sometimes travel is more about what you give than what you receive from the experience. With volunteerism becoming more and more popular, people are looking to find rewarding travel experiences that help the world be a better place. What role does service play in your life? Why are you interested in it? How are you going to take these experiences with you after you leave Stonehill? I kind of want to go to all the continents before I die and kind of knock another one off. And during a trip where I'm helping people is kind of exciting and rewarding at the same time. What do you want to say about this? Esther? Yes. Just do it. I really hope this is worth it. 
know, I, I don't know what to expect. I, I want to think we're helping them a lot, but I don't, sometimes I'm not sure if we are. The advantages that we accrue as affluent, highly educated white people most of the time comes at the very expense of the people that we are ostensibly going out to help. These trips are a tool for real sustainable change and I'm proof of that. I am a totally different person. It's because of Peru. It's because of the hope. I mean it sounds so philosophical or it sounds like a load of crap but just do good and sometimes don't overthink it. In the way that the trip was organized, we were there to feel good about ourselves. But did we help? No, I don't think we did. No, 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 I'll take that a step further. There was no way we helped. So let's get right into it. Do you, I mean, he ends his trailer with there's there's no way that we helped right do you agree or dif disagree with well, his criticism yeah well I th you know i think it's interesting to hear just listening how because they're all from the same college right right so, so it's interesting to hear how some of them you know a couple of the girls were or i guess it was one of the one of the interviewer QEs, uh -huh. you know oh you know just just um just do it and don't think about it, you know, and she was don't so positive. Yeah, don't overthink it. And she was so positive. And then you have the guy that's excited about traveling and, and he's excited. And then you have the people, the girl that sounds sad and she's, you know, I just don't know if we are making a difference or changing, right. you know, or impacting. And and then, of course, you have the, the critical, you know. The narrator the guy. The narrator, yeah. right. And, the um, documentary guy. Right. And so it's it, it's definitely just interesting to hear the variation. So do you agree or Sorry. <laughs> agree okay, back the to the question. Um Do you think I mean, yeah, I don't Do I think that I mean, I I definitely understand where they're coming from, but I also yeah. I also think that you know, it can't necessarily be a deciding factor of whether or not you go. Okay. You know, I mean, and I say that because whether or not you're there for 10 days or two months or whatever, you know, you, you never fully, even if you do see change, you never fully understand the impact that you're having. So basically, you know, he's filming a 10 day mission trip and, you know, whether or not he sees, you know, change or something in 10 days or whether it looks like something mm -hmm. was impacted shouldn't be a deciding factor in whether or not we go right well that i mean that's my opinion but you know okay. yeah. yeah i mean what do you think i agree with his criticism i think that a lot of times mission trips can be an excuse to go travel or go do this or that and it's not a bad thing it's not like you know it's it's not like you have to be miserable to go serve somewhere. It's fun right. to travel and go see the world. And if that can be part of going and serving people, right. then then that's even better. It's not like you have to, you know, be just you know <laughs> out in the uh, middle of nowhere, <laughs> just like hating your life to right. be serving God. But I definitely think that, you know, we 
you know, if we're claiming to be doing God's work and mm-hmm. serving and making an impact, I think that it's absolutely appropriate to put a microscope on that. And, you know, right. are we really doing what we're setting out to do? Or are we just kind of patting ourselves on the back and right. saying, hey, look, I went on a mission trip? Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I mean, you don't want to just go. I mean, and granted, you know, sometimes it is change in you that God wants to accomplish and, and, you know, ultimately change in the culture that you're visiting and reaching those people. Yeah. So it definitely goes, you know, sometimes it's more about, I mean, you, you, people that go on mission trips in the mission world say this all the time, or you hear this all the time that you came back more changed than the people you went to change. And I think, I think uh, that's true in a lot of cases. And that might be what he gets at in the documentary that we're not really not impacting these people as much as we're Mm -hmm. being impacted, but at the same time, that can be used to jumpstart a life of missions, even though it wasn't, you know, a whole bunch of crazy change that we went and changed this community in a week of time. Right. You know, God is using that in bigger ways in our life to, you know, jumpstart a whole, uh, you know, season of serving for right. for us, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. So... There's a there was a really interesting quote that jumped out to me in the in the doc, in the trailer and so tell me if you agree with this. Okay. So the narrator guy said uh, that uh, the advantages that we accrue as affluent, highly educated white people most of the time come at the very expense of the people that we're going out to help. So basically. You know, ba- huh. you know, we go and we serve a lot of times these third world countries mm-hmm. or, you know, these poor, poor nations. And we right. go and serve these p- kids and communities and families. And the reason that they're in those circumstances is because, you know, the, they don't they can't get paid much for their jobs. They're, you know, they've got all these jobs that. Uh, you know, other people don't want and that right. they're making these products in really, you know, terrible conditions, environments and that sort of thing. And all of those products and services or whatever are getting sent back to to us, the United States, for us to consume. So we're going out. Basically, I'm just, you know, assuming that's what, what he's, he said. Yeah, assuming yeah. that's what he's talking about. We're going out to serve these these communities that for a week and then we go back to our American lifestyles and are consuming in a way that's keeping them in those situations. Okay. So do I agree with that? <laughs> I think it's a twofold answer. I right. agree in the sense that you and I and everyone else should do our part of what we know in order to not support, um, you know, not support the trends and, and the things that do negatively affect other, other cultures and countries. Yeah. However, I don't think that we as Americans or Uh America in general holds full responsibility for where these other cultures and countries are. That's true. You know what I mean? So I think it's almost an extreme statement to to say that we are the one impacting factor of what's keeping these countries from thriving. When there are just, there's so many more issues going on besides just how you know the american trends and where america is i mean you've got you know obviously we're not gonna get into it but you've got a lot there's government issues there's you know i mean there's just so much more than just you know to think that we have that much of an impact and granted we do and i agree with the fact that 
we definitely mm-hmm. need to do our part to not mm-hmm. be ignorant and not support those trends. But it's all, it, I think it's a pretty extreme statement. Yeah, and I, I think you just kind of hit it there that it's, it's you know, it's, it is a lot of ignorance. Just, you know, we don't know that we're keeping, you know, in part these countries mm-hmm. down. Right. Supporting at least in some part, you know, their, their right. conditions. But I definitely see where you're coming yeah. from there. All right, so uh, that's that's the movie trailer. Um, you can go to the website, preparemission.com slash podcast. There will be a link if you actually want to watch the trailer instead of just hear it. Uh, watching it is really interesting as well. I know that there's some parts of that trailer that weren't in English, and you can kind of see some of the translation on the screen. But uh, all right, so moving on. Switching gears to the conversation of the podcast, Mm -hmm. today we're talking about why you are not going on a mission trip. And uh, chances are, what's stopping us from going on a mission trip is what's stopping you from going on a mission trip. And I've boiled it down to one word that's stopping me from going on a mission trip, why I'm not going on a mission trip. And the word is enough. Enough is a very limiting mm. word. And what I mean by that is every excuse that I have for not going and not serving, uh, especially abroad, uh, it, this this word comes up. You know, whether it's I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money. Those are probably the, my yeah. those are definitely my big two. I'm not old enough. I'm not young enough. I haven't been a Christian long or enough. I don't have enough people supporting me. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. These all of these excuses, and I'm guessing they're the same for, you know, people listening. Mm-hmm. It, it's what keeps us from from going. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think especially as you get older, I think the excuses increase. You yeah, know what I mean, and that's why I think that mission trips in high school and college are so popular. All these mission teams—they're they're teenagers, they're twenty right. somethings, very young. Uh, I mean, we're twenty they have something, whole summers, but, but yeah, they, they have a bunch of time. They, they're, they don't really see money as a real limiting factor. A lot right. of the times you and have the, well, a huge network not, of people to right, support. They're not fundraise. afraid to raise the support. You right. Know? You know, it's, I guess it's, it's a little bit harder for, you know, 30 somethings or 40 With somethings a full-time to, job to ask for support. I yeah. mean, that's, yeah, that's a tough thing to do. I mean, I, I think, you know, for you and I, time and money are the two biggest. And and that's probably the same for a lot of people. But just, you know, now having full-time jobs and, you know, trying to get established as, you know, adults, you just yeah. you run out of time and you don't have the money and, you know, this yeah. and that. Once we left college mm-hmm. and entered the quote-unquote real world, it just has gotten a lot harder to carve out the time or carve out the money or the resources or to go. And so, and just like I said, you know, it's just the word enough. It's just like, there's never enough Mm -hmm. time or never enough money uh, to, to just make the decision to go. Right. Or even, you know, there are weeks where it's like, I just, I, I, there's no way. I have enough energy <laughs> to even, uh-huh. you know, think about it at, at this point in time, you know. But, I mean, it's definitely been a big hurdle for us, you know, trying to figure out 
you know, where does it fit into still being in the real world, you know, and, and having full-time jobs. And So since we've been, you know, we, we're pretty fresh out of college here. We're, we're just kind of running into these hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent some time studying a little bit and just realizing that the word enough is really kind of what it boils down to. There is a passage uh, out of John chapter 6, and it's a familiar story where Jesus feeds the 5,000 that I really related to and we really related to that really kind of uh, basically attacked the mindset that we don't have enough time or we don't have enough this or enough that and how how we do kind of self-impose these limits on ourselves. And I'll just read the passage here. It's John 6 and then starting at verse 5 and it like I said, Jesus is feeding the 5,000. So it says, Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all of these people? He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. Hmm. Philip replied to Jesus, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. And... So the passage goes on, and of course, you know, we know what happens, you know, with with the miracle and Jesus feeding all of these people with the little bit that Philip had to offer. But what I really thought was interesting is this phrase, you know, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. How enough was a limiting word. Even then. Even back then. And Jesus is standing right in front of you. And it's still, you know, it yeah. still comes up. It's still an yeah. excuse. Yeah, you're still sta- a- you're staring at Jesus and you're like we don't ha- we don't have enough. Yeah, Jesus. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, but Philip was, you know, I, I can really relate to Philip because he was making the same mistake that I think a lot of us do right. and that we are, we do when it comes to working or, or yeah. missions work and serving and that kind of thing. And that we we're only looking to what we have to offer. We look at our our uh, our finances or we look at our vacation right. time or we look at our resources or our network of people and see well man this this just isn't going to work this right. isn't feasible or, and it kind of becomes a crutch right exactly yeah comes an excuse to mm-hmm. to never to never move and uh you and know of course knowing how the story ends i think the lesson so to speak you know would be because obviously, you know, if you don't know the story, Jesus feeds the multitudes mm-hmm. and has some left over. Oh, yeah. So he takes a little and multiplies it. Yeah. But Philip saw that he didn't have enough money to buy food for all of them and just concluded that it couldn't be done. Right. And he just couldn't see how Jesus could multiply even the little bit that he had to offer. And I think that's that's the value in right. applying this story to the world of missions is just that, you know, if you just make the decision to that you're you're going to go and you're going to serve and you're going to be available, be available, yeah. yeah, be available. That God's going to take the little bit of money that you have, or the little bit of time that you have, mm-hmm. or you know, your whatever you've got to offer, and you He's going to multiply that and multiply, right. uh, you know, multiply what you've got, right. At least provide what you need, and and then plus some. I mean, you just never know, you know. Yeah. So, I guess the takeaway is, Philip just 
failed to to you know even as he's staring into Jesus's eyes he failed to see what what uh, the the what Jesus was up to the, he failed mm-hmm. to see and remember that Jesus can do immeasurably more than than he could imagine and a lot of times we fail in our lives to consider what Jesus is up to right uh, and, and I I think that comes into play even not just with world missions and going overseas you know because obviously you and I are passionate about world missions and being overseas and stuff but you know at the same time you know if we're aware of what God is doing around us you know we we don't have to think about how much time do we have or how much money can you know to go on this trip it's it's sometimes it's realizing and this is what I think we're learning is realizing that sometimes it's in you know I mean I know it's a cliche statement but it's in your backyard you Mm -hmm. know what I mean but or you know at work or, or wherever and just yeah figuring out what it looks like to serve right now and and that kind of thing right all what right. we can where we are with what we have there you go all right we'll move on to the website here moving on to the website there's a brand new thing that we're adding this month so if you go to preparemymission.com, it's a button at the top called Field Tests. And what this is, this is really, really cool. So Field Tests is going to be a whole section of the site dedicated to testing out gear used for mission trips. Very cool. And so if you if you look on the website, there's a lot of gear. And if you click on uh, an item, there's usually a video explaining how something works and a little bit of you know, mm-hmm. firsthand experience with it. Well, this section of the of the site field test is going to explain and show you how well it works. Mm. So in a series of videos, you know, over a month or so, you know, we're going to test a product actually out in its intended environment mm. overseas and on the mission field and find out is this really a really good solution uh, to a problem that missionaries and short-term missions have during their trips. Yeah. So for this month, we're going to attack the uh, the problem of clean drinking water while you're serving and working abroad. So if you can think about it right now, if you've ever been on a mission trip, especially if you've been on a longer mission trip, when you go to a lot of these countries and these uh, countries with uh, growing infrastructure or infrastructure that's just not quite fully developed yet, most of the time, clean drinking water is not available. You know, you've got to you've got to drink bottled water just to make sure that you stay healthy and you know you don't get any viruses or bacteria in your system. Just keep your body healthy as you as you go. So you go on a mission trip and you get on a bus with your teammates and you've <laughs> got seven cases of Aquafina yeah, bottles. Yeah, or Dasani <laughs> or you know, Crystal or right. whatever, and you just you've got bottles of water upon bottles of water. And if you're drinking four or five of these a day, man, you know, five and everybody's drinking four or five a day, right. you know, five days into a mission trip, you've just got plastic bottles everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. and you've got half filled bottles from where people started and then <laughs> stopped and forgot that it was theirs right. or you forgot whose is whose and that kind of thing. And so we're going to experiment with a solution to this and what we've got is an item called from a brand called Camelback, and it's called the All Clear Purifier. And it's basically a water bottle with a cap, and on that cap is a built-in UV light purifier. Mm. 
Hmm. Now, what this does is then you, you could fill up your bottle, your water bottle. Uh, it's obviously reusable, so you're eliminating all those plastic yeah. bottles. Uh, you can fill it up with tap water from where, wherever you are in the world, whatever hostel or hotel, or you can fill it up with stream water. And then you screw the cap on, and this ultraviolet light purifies the water that's in that bottle. So making it perfect, perfect for drinking, it's perfectly safe, you know, it sterilizes everything, no bacteria, no viruses, no nothing. So it's basically a reusable solution uh, to the disposable, mm -hmm. you know, plastic bottles and cases and a lot of lifting and carrying those cases around and trying to find out where the community has those available, you know, where can I get a pallet of water out right. in rural Kenya or wherever. So it's a solution to that, those problems, at least we think. And that's what we're going to field test mm -hmm. is whether or not this is a, uh, this is easier than bottles of water. If it's more economic, you know, financially speaking, if it's more efficient that way, if it's more convenient, or if it's just kind of a nuisance or and it's not an improvement on the system that's already there. Mm -hmm. But right now the system is buy hundreds of bottles of water for your mission team right. and just go through them like crazy. And maybe there's a better way to do it. And that's what we're going to test. Very cool. So that's coming up this month uh, on the website. Like I said, it's field tests. We'll have a, a video series going on that. And the first one should be the first video testing this and finding out how is this really working out in the real mission world uh, will be up at the end of next week. So stay tuned for that. Moving on to questions. This is the section of the podcast where we would talk about the questions that have been submitted. Um, but since this is our first podcast... Mm -hmm. We do not have any questions to answer. So <laughs> this is we'll make this brief. If you have any questions that you'd like us to discuss or talk about for next month's podcast, send it to podcast at preparemymission.com. Podcast at preparemymission.com. And uh, we'll answer it here. And that's it that's for us this month. Um, stay tuned for next month's podcast. We're going to start doing this monthly. And see how it goes. If if uh, so, we'll have another podcast in October. If it doesn't go well, you it, we probably won't keep doing it. <laughs> and if it goes really well and you guys like it, then who knows? We might bump it up to once a week or something. But so we'll release another one during the first week of October. And between now and then, be sure to check out the website preparemymission.com. Follow the blog, which is preparemymission.com/blog, and that's where you can get updated on new country profiles that are getting added, uh, packing tips. You can get, you know, find out what's, what new gear is being added to the site, that sort of thing. And you can also find the show notes for this podcast. So mm -hmm. preparemymission.com slash podcast. You'll find a link to the movie trailer that we talked about at the top of the episode here. The uh, Hope Was Here movie. Mm -hmm. So you can watch that movie trailer if you'd like. And uh, be sure to like us on Facebook if you want to, facebook.com slash preparemymission, or follow us on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash prepmymission, because preparemymission is too long of a Twitter Twitter handle for, for Twitter. So 
Until next time, I'm CJ. And I'm Terry. And thanks for listening.